Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Media Research Center is out with a new poll finding that fewer than 50% of MSNBC and CNN viewers are aware of the key issues surrounding the Biden crime family. So how do conservatives break through on this issue? How do they get people to care? How do they get the media to cover it? We'll talk to Miranda Devine. She's a columnist for the New York Post, a Fox News contributor, and she's also the author of Laptop from Hell. She's followed this story from the beginning, we're going to get the latest on the Biden crime family. And also, how are people still trying to separate Joe Biden from his son's deeds? Joe Biden's the one that was selling access, selling his office to enrich his family. We'll get into that as well. Stay tuned for the Biden crime family with Miranda Devine. Well, Miranda, it's great to have you on the show. I appreciate you taking the time. It's really good to be with you, Lisa. I'd love to talk to you and uh, be on your podcast. You've been following uh, this Biden crime family story probably, you know, more than anyone. I saw the Media Research Center did polling recently and found that fewer than 50 percent of CNN and MSNBC viewers are aware of the key issues regarding the Biden crime family. How infuriating is that to you? Um, Look, I think I'm over fury, but it's certainly... um a problem that we have such a completely polarized media environment and that um, the left-wing regime-friendly media just refuse to report any news that might be detrimental to Joe Biden. And, um, you know, it's so hypocritical when they are slavishly following every detail of anything that happens to Donald Trump and salivating over the idea that he might be going to jail. And yet there is overwhelming evidence from all different quarters. Whistleblowers are coming out of the woodwork now. Uh, The laptop's been fully authenticated and verified as being Hunter Biden's and having reliable evidence on it by none other than the forensic team of the FBI. And yet they still 
um, downplay everything. And all we get from the latest damning evidence that's come out from the IRS whistleblowers last week, all we get is just an avalanche of these ridiculous sob stories in the media about how Joe Biden is guilty of nothing more than being a loving father to his addict son. And in fact, um, NBC just did a, a story um, taking it one step further, which I'm sure is spin coming out of the White House, and that is um, not only is Joe Biden just fixed um, and prioritising his family, who he loves because he's such a great family man, but also that he keeps Hunter you know, invites him to the state dinners, uh, brings him to Camp David, etc., because he's trying to keep an eye on him because he's concerned that the stress might make Hunter into an addict again. And so, therefore, the implication is that, you know, stop looking at this corruption, stop pursuing this corruption, you mean Republicans and you mean New York Post, um, because you're just heartless ghouls. You have to think of poor Hunter, who's 53 years old, really, and uh, he shouldn't need to be led around by the nose by his father anyway, but not that that's true. It's just laying down an excuse for the future. See, I kind of view the bringing Hunter Biden around in such a public way as almost a middle finger to conservatives as if like you can't get us right. Like he just got a slap on the wrist, like nice try. It's it's almost like flaunting it in our faces, it seems like. Oh, totally. That's what it is. And it's that it's a kind of a brazenness that has been a hallmark of Joe Biden's career from the very beginning. You know, he even that famous line where he publicly boasts about having fired the prosecutor in Ukraine um, by threatening to withhold a billion dollars in US aid. Um, that, that's his biggest Achilles heel. It's the most obvious quid pro quo and the one where they were quite sloppy. And, uh, and so what does he do? He puts it right in your face and dares you to come at him. And therefore his supporters all point to it and say, hey, you know, if Joe was guilty, he wouldn't have actually admitted all that. Oh, yes, he would. It's a technique. It's a sly con artist technique. You had mentioned that, you know, the, the media is trying to make it seem like, oh, you know, he's such a good father. I know that, you know, there's, oh, he, you know, he loves his son, like trying to make him out to be. But does he love his son if he I mean, he, he seemed to have really weaponized his son and used his son. You know, you have an addict. You have a, a son with major, major problems, drug problems, prostitution problems in, in need of desperate help. And, and instead of trying to help your son, you're using him to make money. You're using him as like the family mule, right? I mean, so how loving is that? Exactly right. And I mean, I say this often, but what kind of a father puts his addicted son in front of a gushing torrent of unaccountable cash? And that's what Joe Biden did by making Hunter his bag man. And Hunter even talks about this in his kind of airbrushed and misleading me uh, memoir, uh, Beautiful Things. He says in it that when the Burisma money started flowing, that was $83,000 a month on top of all the other sort of grift and graft that was going on. Um, he said that money just was so easy and was just so plentiful that it it actually was too much of a temptation for him and he fell off the wagon yet again. I guess it's not surprising because he's also used the death of his son, Bo, for political purposes as well. So, you know, clearly, and then there's also actually Biden's diary. So clearly not exactly, uh, you know, father of the year here, some, you know, deep, 
disturbing things. And, you know, one of those is this deal, you know, this or his daughter, Hunter Biden's daughter, Joe Biden's granddaughter. They don't want the granddaughter to use the Biden name. Yes. Uh, so that's Navy Roberts, the the sort of love child, the, the daughter of uh, she's now four years old of um, a stripper that Hunter met um, in Washington, D.C. at a, at a exotic dance, let's say an exotic dancer. Um, and she was actually a, a student uh, and uh, was just working her way through college by by exotic dancing. And Hunter was a, um, a denizen of these joints. And uh, they had a, quite a long relationship, at least several months. Um, he, he used to smuggle her into his office building, the House of Sweden in Georgetown. And um, we know that because there was lengthy um sort of discussions between him and the building managers who were upset that he kept on propping open the rear fire door to let her in. And uh, they said it was a security risk because the actual Swedish consulates in the building and he wrote back with great umbrage and um, sent them uh, London's um, CV, her resume, and said that she is the basketball coach for my daughter and Sasha Obama, the president's daughter, and don't you dare question her bona fides. You know, she's a college student and she's, an, you know, this, that and the other. So he knew chapter and verse about her background. Um, and yet in his memoir, he writes that he can't even rem- remember the encounter because he was so high. Well, that's not true. I mean, he was carrying on a, a relationship with Hallie Biden his widowed sister-in-law um, at that time, and he was cheating on her with uh, London Roberts. And he even put London Roberts on the payroll of his company. So you can't tell me that um, he wasn't aware of her, but London Roberts had to go to, you know, get a paternity test, a DNA test to prove paternity. And she was getting from him $25,000 a month. Um, and he's now crying poor about that and uh, has uh, just on um, Thursday managed to get a settlement um, uh, in, in which I, I believe it, it's redacted, but I believe from sources that now the monthly payment, child support payment, will be about $5,000. But she also gets paintings. She gets Hunter Biden's paintings on a regular basis, which she's uh, either going to sell at a gallery or um, le- give to the little girl. Well, I actually think she's probably going to view this as a blessing uh, in the future to not be to not be tied to the the Biden last name. But uh, you know, I, I mean, they really are just the biggest scumbags. I mean, you've got you had mentioned Hunter Biden hooking up with his dead brother's wife or his widow. Uh, and then cheating on her with a, you know, an exotic dancer is not really, uh, you know, the high caliber behavior from, <laughs> from human beings. Uh, it's it's pretty disgusting. You know, there, there's this effort still, despite irrefutable evidence, to be like, oh, this is a Hunter Biden story. You know, this isn't about Joe Biden. It's about his son. But that's not true. I mean, it is a Joe Biden story. He was the one leveraging his positions in government to enrich his family he was the one, you know, leasing his last name so that everyone could get rich in the Biden family. It's absolutely a Joe Biden story. A hundred percent. I mean, Joe Biden was the product that was being sold around the world when he was vice president. Joe Biden was the one who facilitated introductions for his son, Hunter. Uh, 
Joe Biden was the one who brought Hunter with him to Beijing famously in December of 2013. And Joe Biden, as the vice president, had carriage of that part of the world. And he was supposed to go there with some really important agenda items that America needed doing. Um, and that included, you know, stop stealing our intellectual property, stop militarizing those islands in the South China Sea, which are such a threat to America's allies, including Australia. Um, and, you know, a variety of, of um, very important national security issues needed to be sorted out. And Joe Biden came away from that meeting empty-handed, being laughed at by the Chinese. But they knew exactly what it meant when Hunter Biden walked down the stairs of Air Force Two behind his father. This was um, American power come to do private business and private business they did because Joe Biden shook the hand of Hunter's new business partner there in Beijing and Hunter walked away from Beijing or flew away on Air Force Two um, with the 10% stake in um, a Chinese equity firm, uh, which in 2019, according to documents on the laptop, had $1.5 billion of funds under management, although I believe it's not doing so well now because the publicity has meant that no one wants to invest in it. Quick commercial break. More with Miranda Devine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. One thing that concerns me is, do you think Americans will care about this heading into the, the 2024 presidential election? I guess part of my concern is that, you know, Americans just view politicians as corrupt. And then, you know, obviously the, the left is doing their darnest and their absolute best to try to indict Trump multiple times in multiple arenas and, you know, make him out to be a criminal. So I, I just I worry that Americans won't care as much as they should about this. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty smart point to make because I know that I just get tons of emails from people um, every time I write some new revelation about the Biden corruption scandal. Um, I get emails from Democrats who say, oh, why don't you look at, 
you know, Donald Trump? Why don't you look at Jared Kushner? Why don't you look at Ivanka, um, et cetera? And, you know, I'm sure that there, you know, I, the Jared Kushner, the $2 billion fund that he did with the Saudis, I think it looks bad. I don't think it's in the same um, genre of um, of sort of hidden corruption. Um, maybe it is, but there's, you know, my, my point, I guess, is I wouldn't care whether it was Republican or Democrat. Um, I wouldn't care if it was Hunter Biden or, um, you know, Donald Trump Jr., Don Jr., whose laptop that was. That laptop um, fell into my hands. It had a wealth of journalistic gold in it and it revealed a whole lot of malfeasance and corruption and a lot of it has national security implications. So obviously I'm going to follow that track and there's no end of journalists on the other side of the ledger who are way better funded than we are at the New York Post, who have hundreds and hundreds literally of investigative journalists who spend all their time winning Pulitzers for digging into the Russia collusion hoax, which was all a lie, the Christopher Steele stuff, pretending that was all true. That's not journalism. But they certainly have the time and the resources to dig into a real story of corruption. So they write about Donald Trump every single day. I don't have any concerns that if there is corruption around the Trumps, that it won't be uncovered. And and all I can say is that Donald Trump, since he walked down those escalators, has been scoured by the FBI, by the CIA, by the New York Times, the Washington Post, all of these entities, and they've really found nothing. They've had to invent, you know, some sort of, you know, Russia hoax to get him. They crippled his presidency. Um, you know, I, I think that's sort of glaringly obvious, but you are right that um, the, the demonization of Donald Trump has equalized him in the eyes of a lot of Americans, half of America, um, and all these revelations coming out about the Bidens, they can easily dismiss because they just say, oh, but Trump, it's their answer for everything. It's totally bogus, but I don't know how you can remedy that um, because, you know, 50% of the people um, just are siloed into their media and the other 50% are siloed into their media and not many people consume both. Um, but I I do take some comfort from the fact that there are polls that show that the message is getting through, that the facts are actually starting to be understood and um, absorbed by, you know, a, a growing majority of people. And, uh, you know, I see that, for instance, in the the FBI, um, its reputation has had a real hammering, as it should have, um, over, you know, the Russia hoax, over the Durham stuff, over the the intervention um, in the with the laptop, the protection racket around Joe Biden. Um, and so I think something like 70% of Americans now believe that the FBI um, involved itself and meddled with the last two elections and are afraid that they're going to do it again in 2024, which I think is a is a pretty legitimate fear. Well, and that's the most disturbing aspect of, of all of this. I mean, obviously, it's very disturbing to have a president who has literally, you know, sold access to, you know, him while, you know, being vice president, probably now as president as well. But the corruption of our government and its interference in elections and then and then also these allegations from whistleblowers that the Department of Justice interfered. 
and with Hunter Biden, interfered in the investigation, obviously just gave him a slap on the wrist. Uh, I mean, that's pretty disturbing that you know, our Department of Justice and the FBI are just so corrupt. Yes, and, and I think that we see that really in stark detail in the IRS whistleblowers, two of them, um, testimony that was unveiled um, just a few days ago. And um, I think this is really a game changer. It's it's very detailed. Um, there's, there's a lot in it, and I think it takes people a while to unpack it and understand all the evidence there. I mean, Gary Shapley alone, who was the um, IRS supervisory um, criminal agent on the Hunter Biden case in Delaware for the last five years, he he's come out with his name and everything. His his colleague is still remaining anonymous, but he provided eleven exhibits in his testimony, and they range from WhatsApp messages that Hunter Biden sent to various of his partners, including the one that you may have heard about. Your your listeners may have heard about with um, the uh, he he sent this threatening message in you know, on July thirtieth. 2017 um, to a, a one of his Chinese business business partners who he believed owed money to his family to the Biden family and he was angry that the money hadn't come through yet um, and it, it he, he says I'm sitting next to my father my father and I want to know why you haven't done what you said you would do um, I pay the money and you know my if you don't do what I'm say I'm telling you to do then my father and everyone he knows and my ability to hold a grudge is going to make sure you regret it and I'm sitting here with my father waiting for your call. So, you know, the question obviously is was Joe Biden there and uh, did he know what Hunter Biden was up to or is Hunter lying? Um, I mean, either way, Hunter has a problem because either he's extracting money because $5.1 million came uh, into their coffers uh, within nine days from these Chinese. Um, So either he's extracted money under false pretenses or um, his father was there and his father uh, was involved in that shakedown. And, you know, there's some circumstantial evidence to suggest that um, his father was there. Um, For instance, there's photographs on um, the laptop that place Hunter at his father's um, Greenville, um, Delaware uh, estate um, on that day. He's uh, photographed in his father's Corvette. You can see the father's house right behind. Um, He's in the car with family members. Um, There's other photos from that day of one of Joe's grandsons um, with a friend fishing from the pond behind uh, the mansion. Um, And there's also um, photographs of um, Joe Biden that were taken um, on the Friday. So this was a Sunday. Looks like there was a family gathering at the Biden ranch. Um, And two days before that, on the Friday night, Joe Biden was photographed by a member of the public um, at a nearby bar just around the corner. So um, I I think, you know, there's, there's a pretty good chance that Hunter was telling the truth, but I think we'll never know. And um, when my colleague Stephen Nelson, who's just a crack journalist, um, the Washington correspondent for the New York Post, um, he never gets to ask a formal question, but he always manages to shout one at at Joe Biden and irritate him to the point where he he actually does answer. And so um, Joe Biden was heading off to Chicago um, the day that he was pictured with those um, CPAP 
or the, anyway, those funny marks on his face. And it was 9.30 in the morning. And um, so Stephen Nelson, our correspondent, says to him, you know, we're, um, you know, what about this, this shakedown? Were you part of that shakedown message from Hunter? Were you there in the room? And Joe Biden's saying, no, you know, nothing to it. And then finally Joe gets really angry and says, no, just shouts at him. And uh, so he's denied. Joe Biden has denied that he was there in the room. So Hunter Biden's sitting for um, a deposition um, uh, in the defamation case brought against him by John Paul MacIsaac, the computer repair shop um, owner, um, who basically was uh, allowed to to twist in the wind because Hunter Biden and his various proxies were saying that the laptop was stolen or it wasn't Hunter's or, um, you know, it was hacked and so on. So John Paul MacIsaac, that did great damage to him. He had to close his business. He was seen as an enemy by the community. And so he's um, filed a $1.5 million defamation action. And so Hunter Biden has um, had to sit for, uh, you know, at least an eight-hour deposition um, in which he he um, has been asked a whole lot of pretty tricky questions. And I'm sure that one of those questions will be, uh, was your father really in the room or were you lying? So it'd be interesting to hear what he had to say to that. Do you think he'll be successful in that defamation lawsuit? Um, look, he... I don't think he's not after money, um, but he's already uh, – there are a number of other people like Adam Schiff, CNN, Daily Beast are also named uh, along with Hunter Biden. Um, he's already got um, a, a an apology from the Daily Beast, which is really all he wanted, and they apologised um, and said it was false that the – um, when they said that the laptop was stolen. And, you know, that that's fully backed up, again, by the IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley's testimony. We now see um, in, you know, plain sight that the FBI had authenticated that the laptop belonged to Hunter Biden even before they took possession of it. As soon as they were contacted by John Paul MacIsaac, they got the serial number from him of the laptop and they cross-matched that with Hunter Biden's um, iCloud um, details. So they knew that it really was Hunter Biden's laptop. And then when they did take possession of it in December of 2019, um, their forensic team just worked it over and ascertained by February 10th, 2020, that not only was it Hunter Biden's, but that it contained evidence of tax crimes. That's what they told the IRS. And they um, had um, ascertained that it was reliable evidence that could be used in court and that it had not been tampered with or, or added to in any way. So this was the real deal. And, and for you know the next several years, we've had the CIA, the FBI itself, who went to big tech and lied, um, and uh, and others have been continually saying that this is was Russian disinformation. It was a Russian plant. Joe Biden himself said that in the final debate with Donald Trump um, before the 2020 election, and he said. Um, 
he said he basically called on that dirty 51 letter from the 51 former intelligence officials that said it was Russian disinformation, complete lie. They knew that wasn't true. Um, Joe Biden himself knew it wasn't true. He knew it was Hunter's laptop. Of course he knew. Um, but yet he lied and gaslit the whole country. Um, five former CIA directors signed that scurrilous Dirty 51 letter. Um, Leon Panetta, Michael Hayden, um, John Brennan, um, James Clapper, head of the NSA, um, Mike Morell, who actually wrote the letter under instructions from none other than Antony Blinken, we've discovered in the last couple of months, the Secretary of State, then a senior uh, campaign advisor to to um, to Joe Biden, and he called Mike Morell. Um, after our story came out and said, oh, you know, what do you think of this? And sent him a story that had been in USA Today, completely spurious story, suggesting it might be Russian disinformation, had nothing to do with Russia. Um, it was Hunter Biden's laptop. The only thing it had to do with Russia was there was evidence on there of a $3.5 million payment by a Russian oligarch oligarch Elena Baturina uh, to the bank accounts of Hunter and his partners. And there's also evidence that Hunter Biden met with Elena Baturina at Lake Como when he also met Nikolai Zlachevsky, the owner of Burisma, another oligarch that he got millions of dollars from. So that's the only Russia connection. Um, but they managed to um, traduce the story that we published or stories um, and continued to, to downplay it, to convince the rest of the media that this was not true. And um, I, I think that, you know, the time, the, the good luck is running out for the Bidens. Quick break, more of the Biden crime family. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Before we go, uh, are there any updates on the investigation into Joe Biden's handling of classified documents? I don't know. And, and that itself is telling because Robert Hur, who's the special counsel who was um, appointed by Merrick Garland to run that investigation, um, 
has uh, just been silent. There have been no leaks, just like there were no leaks from Delaware, from the US attorney David Weiss there into the Hunter Biden investigation, whereas with the Trump investigation there are multiple leaks. So I think that tells you a lot. I think what we've got is that the choice of personnel makes a big difference to the outcome. So um, Jack Smith is a killer. Um, they, They dragooned him back from Europe where he was working on International Criminal Court, I think, in Brussels. Um, he had he'd just broken some an arm or a leg or something on a on a bike accident. They were willing to wait for him. That was how much they wanted Jack Smith to run the Trump case. And yet, when it comes to the Biden investigation of confidential documents, you have a mild mannered. Uh, guy, prosecutor, Robert Hur, who, you know, no one has a bird, bad word to say about and he's just a buy-the-books guy. And um, I guess that's a good thing, but I wonder the scope of his investigation because if he does his job properly, what he should be looking at is the laptop and any overlap between the confidential documents, the classified documents that were found in Joe Biden's various um, properties, including in the garage next to that Corvette, completely unsecured that Hunter was in and out of, um, how much overlap there is with that and what Hunter Biden was selling to his overseas business partners. And I've already identified one particularly curious email to his business partner, Devin Archer, which was written just before Joe Biden went to Ukraine on a, on a business trip. Uh, and it was very detailed, very kind of analytical, very well informed, unlike anything that Hunter Biden had written before. Um, and it looked very much like it had been taken from an official document, maybe even a classified document. So I think that Robert Hur should be looking at that, but I don't really have many hopes that that will happen. It's frustrating, obviously, as conservatives to have any hope that, you know, there's ever equal justice. <laughs> Miranda, I appreciate you uh, joining the show and breaking this down so eloquently and also just following the story so thoroughly. So appreciate you taking the time and doing what you do. Oh, thanks, Lisa. I love talking to you. That was Miranda Devine uh, breaking down what you need to know about the latest about the Biden crime family. I want to thank you guys for listening every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Until next time. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. 
every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.